Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to my Rants and Raves podcast. I'm going to rave about something really cool today because we're going to talk to Gary Mandel, who's on the who's on the uh, podcast with me today. How are you doing, Gary? I'm doing fine. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I feel like I'm going from one retired former Sony exec to another. Uh, I talked to Mike Weems just a couple of days ago. Do you remember him? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's retired as well, living in Texas. And uh, but um, uh, you and I met some 30 years ago. Uh, You were working in the display division at Sony around 1990 when you and I met. But you were already there at Sony for like five years prior to that. Right. Right. Yeah. I started in Sony in 85. Um, uh, Initially, they brought me in as a mechanical engineer and then quickly moved me over. Uh, into electronics, which was kind of a, a jolt. Um, and they had me working on uh, designing camera si- uh, part of the camera system. So are you a design engineer by tr- by trade? Like when when you were went to college or went to school, was that what you studied, or did you just sort of fall into it, or what? I went to school for mechanical engineering, okay. and that was my background. Okay. Um, but kind of, you know, long story short. I was working at a company called Merlin Engineering as a mechanical engineer, and mm-hmm. one of the things we did was video recorders. And I came up with a method there of rebuilding the uh, scanners, and uh, everybody said that uh, you couldn't do it. Well, I was over at a, uh, taking a class at Sony when Sony had these product classes, and I showed them the scanner, and they hired me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly you knew what you were doing. So somebody believed in you. <laughs> Yeah, so, it was it was it was it was a nice compliment. So if if anyone if any of our listeners ever went to the Sony booth in the last thirty years at Infocom, you probably met Gary Mandel or probably saw his work. He was at Sony for over thirty years, just retired uh, March of this year. But I want to talk about something that probably hardly anyone knows about you because I think it's one of the best kept secrets in the industry. You invented and patented the microwave oven turntable. Um, if I got the story right, I remember we talked about this years ago. Did I get that basically right? Right. Well, it was me and another guy working together. We came up with a guy named Peter Jurgensen. Mm-hmm. Um, what it was, what it was, is um, I uh, originally when I got out of school, I was working in motor racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an engineer in motor racing, and that kind of fizzled out. I was I got married and uh, realized that I actually had to have some responsibility. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the meantime, of looking around for a job, I got hired in at this place called Girling Moore that made uh, microwave ovens. And um, what they what they did these are at this time you really didn't have them at home. It was these were industrial ovens, and this was kind of a new technology. Mm-hmm. And I was working with the chief engineer, uh, a guy named Peter Jurgensen. And Peter was doing the microwave part of it, and I was doing some of the mechanical part. And we were working on a contract for Goodyear on a microwave system that would vulcanize rubber. And what we had was a uh, six-inch diameter uh, um, Pyrex uh, glass tube that went through a, a microwave cavity, and uh, the rubber would roll down this uh, tube go through the microwave the microwave would vulcanize it and they and it, they could recycle the rubber but the rubber would always roll through and sometimes it'd be vulcanized and sometimes it wouldn't 
And sometimes some of it would get too vulcanized and it would stick inside and catch fire. <laughs> so we'd have smoke wow. coming out of this thing. So we both of us kind of realized pretty early on that uh, um, we had to do some movement. We had to work something out. And eventually we motorized it so the uh, Pyrex would rotate and then the rubber would go through and it would, would work. Well, it, you know, the whole problem there was cancellation of the waves. You had some waves that were, as they bounced around the cavity, um, they would double or they would subtract each other. You have no energy or you have twice the energy or depending on how the cavity was designed. And Girling Moore was going through all kinds of cavity designs trying to figure this problem out. And Peter and I had just gone through putting out one of the fires in the oven and we were looking at this and this is just crazy and tr you know whatever you did in the cavity you still couldn't get these reflections fixed and we i i asked peter well, what if we just move the material inside the, the oven and that I, peter's face kind of lit up and there was a big light bulb and that night we quit <laughs> we both quit the company um, we sat down uh, in my living room and we figured out the turntable. Um, we each, uh, Peter had a friend who was a patent lawyer, uh, and we hired him, and uh, he wrote the patent up, and uh, we, we were able to patent it. So when I was a kid, my parents brought home the first microwave oven that they ever had, which was one of the first built. It was big, loud, um, probably had tons of radiation in it. And it would, sometimes you put something in there and it would cook the inside of it so hot that you couldn't eat it and the outside would still be frozen. So now I understand why. What you were just explaining but, to me explained uh, why that happens, right? Yeah, that's exactly what was going on is on the inside you had double the strength of the wave and on the outside it was canceling out. Yeah, and so <laughs> then, the, then some maybe three or four years later, uh, my uh, my parents second microwave oven had a turntable in it that turned the food so that uh mm -hmm. it cooked evenly more evenly so that's because of you right that's because of peter and i yeah so you patented yeah. it and but yet here now that meant that meant that every single time someone bought a microwave that has a turntable in it then you're getting a little piece of the action obviously um but yet you still stayed at sony 30 years you must just love what you did well, it was that. And also, too, you know, having an invention like that, you, one, we had a really good patent lawyer. And what had happened is we put the patent in in 1980, and then in 1982 uh, it was published. And uh, Northland Aluminum, which um, owned Nordicware, which is the one that really jumped on the whole thing, um, wanted to do this they wanted to have make some type of uh, turntable for the oven so they came to us the issue we ran into is when a company looks at a patent there are two ways they can go they can pay a fee to it and um, license it or buy it or they can fight it they can say this is not really something that should be patentable and um, we're gonna we're gonna go to court and uh, and fight it so what you run into is they'll look at the cost of fighting it versus the cost of buying it. So it isn't like you can sell this thing for a million dollars. They're going to look at that and go, hey, you know, we can just go to court and we'll drain all your cash and, you know, and you get nothing. 
So when we sold it, the, what we did is there was an upfront licensing fee, and then there was an individual unit fee, but it was very, very low, and Peter and I split it. So it wasn't like we're walking away with millions of dollars in our pockets, but uh, it was, certainly was enough uh, to uh, you know to get get our lives going and started, and it was very helpful. But it didn't. We weren't multimillionaires out of it <laughs> by any means. <laughs> no, but, but it's funny because uh, you literally uh, every single. I would venture to guess that everyone listening to this podcast, maybe even everyone in the industry, used your invention. There's not a whole lot of people that can say that. So that's that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. It's um, a neat thing. It's it's a very cool thing to to have on your on your resume. That's for sure. Well, congratulations on not only that, but also an amazing career at Sony. Um, and uh, you know, you worked at one of the companies that pioneered our industry, especially with regard to display systems, both on the professional and consumer side, as well as in the movie theater. Um, and they continue to do so. So, congratulations uh, for all of that. And it's been great talking to you. And uh, obviously, you're enjoying retirement, I assume, right? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> Have you become a pilot or something? Or are you? What are you doing in your off time? Yeah, I've, I've been a pilot for over 30 years now. And that's part of being able to afford that was, was from some of the money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm teaching, and uh, um, I'm doing contract work, mostly uh, some firefighting and some construction. So that's fun. And uh, then uh, working on a book and doing some other things. So. Well, I yeah. look forward to hearing from you when uh, when the book comes out. And thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I'll send a, I'll put a link to Gary's profile in the description of this. And of course, uh, thanks for listening. And you can hear all of our podcasts at ravepubs.com.